Welcome back to another episode of the Genuine Podcast, episode numero nueve. Nueve, nueve. Number nine, lucky number nine. Back we here, you know, regular shit. Back to business. Trying to get as much as we can out the way. Back up in this with the boy, Nature Music. Nature, how you feeling? It's Nature. I'm chilling, bro. It's a good vibe, you know. This, uh, this recording came out of nowhere, but it's a... Uh, it's not like it's a bother either, so it was like a good thing for the day. Right. It's just convenient, you know. It's a quick little setup we had to set up. Yo, imagine setup was just this quick all the time. I wish. I mean, like, when it's just me and you, you don't always need the mixer type shit, because this, this thing right here, it doesn't, you don't need to plug it into the wall. It just goes straight to the computer. That's how it gets powered. Wow. I need one of those. Facts. I wonder if they have one like that. It has, like, multiple mic inputs, and you don't need to power it. That'd be so much easier for you. Probably. Cause you don't, cause you can always like big ass mixer at home. <laughs> facts, cause I mean the good thing about the mixer is that you can like compress vocals and all that, so you can fix the vocals going into the recording. But yeah, man, how you doing? How's your week been? Even though it's halfway through. Uh, week chilling, you know, same shit as usual. Work, dad, home. Work getting easier or still stressful? Uh, still stressful. Probably a little bit more stressful. There's just a lot going on. Uh. Some decisions to be made with big changes happening. Anything you could discuss or? Not really. But we'll see in a couple episodes. So Justin is stripping at your local strip club. Don't ask any questions. There's no shit didn't work out. <laughs> I'm at Blue Flame. Uh, <laughs> Call me Just Titties and I'm here. Wow. <laughs> Just Titties. That sounds disgusting. It's not like no one would ever want me to dance for them. Just Titties. They're going to be like, where the ass at though? <laughs> Just shake in the front. That's it. Don't shake turn around. Front, that's it. <laughs> shake these eight cups. Go crazy. But yeah, last episode we had Devon. It was good. Uh, good vibes. Devon and uh, whoa, Nico. Nico. It's a good vibe. Usually when me and Justin just record, like, I guess we got used to having people around. So when it's just me and you recording, we just be like, uh, uh what is there uh, to talk about? Yeah, well, it's okay. We'll we'll make it as interesting as possible. I mean, I feel like we discuss this all the time, but I guess starting this up. What are your, I think we, I feel like we always talk about this, but what's your plans moving forward with this podcast? Um, Like, give me like a, I don't know, like by August, what's your plan? So by June, like by summertime. By June, by summertime. Like what, just plans with Damn, the bro. podcast and what you're doing creatively. That's mad close. <laughs> Ideally, but it's a lot of time that, to do creative yeah. shit, you know? Um. Definitely one of the next episodes coming up will be on video and then every single episode after that as well. Trying to get that situated, just trying to make sure that first episode that we have on video uh, is going to be a super entertaining one. Just because I feel like it'll be a different perspective of just how we talk and chill. If you could really see how the vibes are when we're here, maybe those vibes would make you guys want to listen more or right. even hop on too because you're like oh wow like they're really just sitting here just talking about <laughs> shit man regular and, and then when we say time. shit when we say shit we're not supposed to be saying you can see our face reaction <laughs> cut that out cut that out cut that eyes, out. eyes get open mad big and shit <laughs> but that's valid do you like do you have any type of guests you want to eventually have on here are you aiming to go towards creatives or just go to people you know find people you don't know like what's what's ideas as far as that um, for right now, I think it's a little bit better off with people that I just know. I think when I'll be able to branch off that people that I don't really know too well, 
um just people who are just interesting enough on their own and we could talk about a whole lot of different things it would have to be when i get situated with you know recording this on camera and everything like that is when we could finally start taking this to like the next level for right now i think it's just better off for people that we know get everything situated the way that it needs to be and then right. just elevate from there step by step because i feel like also with that it's like um a lot of times we're not set up properly so it might look a little messy to people that don't know us so yeah. it's like what type of i mean rundown in, bullshit? in the summertime <laughs> too we we could end up recording in, in the little back house that i have in my house i feel like that or even I outside really, yeah i could really open up more space and just get shit looking like it's not like we're fucking cramped yeah <laughs> I, w- I would love to help you like set that spot up to be an actual recording spot i would really clean all that shit back there because i know a little sure. bit of like setting shit up a, yeah. a, a, like a, a bit like <coughs> i know like a bit as far as like getting shit to be proper and that's a good enough space to get shit done and shit back there i wouldn't really have to pack up like that like yeah you could re- just leave it, it set really up just sit back there nobody really be back there so you could just set up lights and all that when it comes to the videos as well so that'd be super dope i feel like that's a great spot od bro you sitting on the land uh gold mine right there it just it just, hits a, it just hits a point where like do you really want to do this shit to that extent that yeah. you got to go through all that extra steps you're gonna reach that eventually no yeah i feel like my mind is already there like i want to just continue to make this better and better in every way that i can because this shit is not this shit is just like really entertaining like i really enjoy doing my podcast just being able to talk and everything like that but at the end of the day this is my own craft this is something that i really want to invest to fully not even money wise just mentally and really stick to this yeah you're gonna you're gonna i'm just saying this from a standpoint because like obviously i've been doing my creative shit for a minute but you're gonna get to the point where you're like all right Maybe I can't chill today because I got to edit. Or maybe I can't chill today because I got to figure out this piece of equipment. It just the shit like that is going to, you're going to eventually reach to. And then uh, that's how you know you're really down for this shit. Because in the beginning, it could be like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this just because you're hyped for it. Then when you get like halfway through the year, you're like, ah, I haven't recorded a podcast in two months, bro. I don't know. I'm just a little tired of this shit. A lot you of shit going on. I, what I really want to do. What's up? I really want to be able to like be at a spot where my podcast, where like we can go somewhere and record, like somewhere like outside of New York. Like if we go on a little vacation, and like let's say we go to the Poconos and just fucking set up like a little Poconos Facts. podcast shit. I feel like that would go so well. It just you gotta you gotta start looking. At, if you want to do things like that, start looking to equipment that's very portable, so you don't have to be stressed about how many plugs is there, how many plugs can I use. As long as I can fit everything in my book bag, <laughs> I'll be straight. Facts, facts, facts. Yo, but uh, starting this off, I, I wanted to ask you this. Um, did you ever in your life right now? Did you view? Did you? Oh, okay. Cool. Maybe five years ago, did you ever view your life would be how it is currently? If not, how would you have thought your life would have been? And are you happy with it, how it is now? That was like multiple questions, but some we could I guess, about. I get the gist. Well, five years ago, I didn't even know that I was having a child. So I really wouldn't have seen that coming at all. Um, but five years ago, I did not have the mentality that I have now. And I also didn't give a fuck about myself how I do now. Um, within the last, I want to say, three years. I've been doing a lot of, like, finding myself and understanding who I am as a person. 
And ever since then, it's just been a thing about like, how can I continue to be better? What more can I do to show off who I really am as a person? Not just in a work setting or anything like that, just to be able to show off to the world. Um, I probably wouldn't have seen this coming. I'm happy with the things that I'm doing now, but at the same time, it's not enough. You always it's it's not enough. I feel like that's just a thing. I uh, being like in your young twenties as well, maybe even being like early thirties, you're gonna be working, and it just never seems like it never feel like you're doing enough work. Like people on the outside would look at you and be like, "Yo, you doing this, this, and this." Like you're so busy, but to yourself, you're like, "Bro, I have so much free time, and I feel like I could be doing so much more at a at a higher stage that I'm slacking right now." And that's the thing too with me is that like I don't, I don't feel like I ever have so much free time but it's like the moments that i have free time i can't just like sit at home and relax like i always want to be doing something i'm always adding something extra to my plate i don't know i just don't like not doing things it's a fact i remember five years ago i was a real homebody i'll go outside (laughs) to play basketball and like shit and chill with my boys and that's about it but other than that like i didn't want to really do shit and now i always feel like i gotta do something i feel that yeah, because at least when it comes to me, like, a lot of people will see, I post this video, I made this song, I did, I did like, 10-day videos, whatever, I record this podcast, they'll be like, yo, that's what I love about you, you're always working and shit, but in my head, I'm like, bro, I'm not doing enough, like, I'm still stuck in this room just recording myself, and nobody knows who I am. Because I feel like at the same time, it's just like, for me, I hit a goal, and it's never like, okay, I hit my goal. Like, that's cool. Like, it's I hit a goal, and now I have another one planned for the next week and the next month and the next right. year. It's always constantly within me, like, trying to improve within myself. Until so someone comes and like, yo, you did mad shit. Like, congratulate yourself. And then you, you sit there, you're like, like I damn, did do I, I did do mad I, shit. I what the shit. fuck? <laughs> like, I did mad shit, bro. I should be sitting with my feet up right now. How, how do you see yourself from, like, what you saw in yourself five years ago what you were doing back then to what you're doing now how do you feel about everything that goes on within you i mean i feel like as far as when it comes to music shit maybe it's what i hoped for because ideally i'm not huge but i have grown since five years ago and i have become more like uh more dedicated to this music shit and making it one and work Cause when I was younger, I didn't I didn't like to tell people I made music because it was always looked down upon. And sometimes even now, I don't like to tell people I I rap. Like if people ask me, I'm like I make music, because rap always has a negative connotation to it. Yeah, niggas always just be, oh, you a SoundCloud rapper? Like no, I'm I'm more than that. It'd be so funny because people would like be quick to make some jokes and they hear me they'd be like, oh no, you actually do? It's like yes, you think I'm lying to you? But yeah, five years ago, I ideally wanted to continue music and making it work. I would never think that I would be at a place where I'm, I have my own spot. You know, I, I have a woman and shit like that. A and, woman, not a girl, a woman. <laughs> and just like starting on the adult life so quick. But it, it's nothing I ever regret because it's shit that you plan for when you're younger. When you're younger, all you want to do is be older. And when you're older, all you want to do is be younger. But you can't go back. And it's funny because it's like I'm sure – um, at the time that you really blow up and the shit really take off for you and you make it your career, like niggas is gonna think like, oh shit, like this nigga's popping now, like oh he just make music and he make money and this and that whatever. But it's just like, ever since I known you, 
you've had the same fucking drive and it's only <laughs> been more like i've been seeing how hard you've been working for everything and now it's like kind of seeing you go viral on tiktok and making all your videos and everything comes out better and then you improving but you're editing you're rapping and everything is like i have such an enjoyment seeing the way that you've been progressing and it's really like when someone's your boy for real for real like James is honestly my best friend. If anyone thinks that you're my best friend, you're not. I'm, <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. It, it, I don't care. You're not. James is literally my best friend. And it's like when you see someone that you really care about really make shit happen for themselves, you get such a like sense of enjoyment within you. Like, that's my fucking friend. I appreciate that because, like, like, a lot of people be there at the point where you see me, like, making a song. You, you give me that face, like, I don't know. And then now every song is like, yo, what the? How? What the? So I, I appreciate you appreciating the process because you were there when I was just like, yo, pull up to the crib. Let me take some photos. Like, that was my shit with my, with my that sounds hella weird. But like, my way of chilling was like, yo, you need some photos for the gram? All right, let's link up. Let's let's take some shots. I always had a camera. I always had some ideas or some some creative shit I wanted to get done with people. And it's still me now. It's just I have less people around, but. Yeah. I make that shit work regardless. Yo, you, you're going to like. With the whole going viral on TikTok and shit, thank you. Like I got to, I got to see a little bit of the when you make it, how people switch type of feel. Because yes, that that shit went viral, and I had a lot of attention off of that. So many people who had laughed about me making music, or people who just like, are you still doing the little music thing? It's like, yo, I saw the shit, bro. I seen your grind forever. That was fire, bro. Like, yo, that was so dope. Was I like, always knew you was gonna make it. It's like, bro, you was the same one that laughed at me when I was rapping at the lunch right. table. Like, <laughs> you was the same nigga. Like, ah, oh, this nigga not gonna make it. He just another SoundCloud rapper. Blah, it's like, blah, yeah, that's blah. James. He does little raps or whatever. But now it's like, now it's James. I make big raps. <laughs> Bitch, I've been popping. But yeah, uh, it's uh, I, in general, just as a, I'm going back to your question. But yeah, I feel like for the five year plan. I'm sort of kind of on track maybe, but obviously I just always want to get bigger and grow more because I want this to be a career. I'm tired of holding doors for people. I need to start opening doors for myself. Ooh, that was oh nice. Oh, my God. Come on. People should be opening doors for you, oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but there's such a beauty from being at the lowest point of shit or just like starting shit out to no one wanting to listen to then getting to a point where people are waiting to listen to your shit. And like, I, I love it all. There's people I people I don't know support me way more than people I do know, and that's something you're always gonna figure out when you're creative. Right. No matter what type of creative shit you do, whether you dance, whether you make a podcast, whether you make music, whether you want to design, whatever, people that support you is people you don't even know. And it's funny because like, I have people who like show the podcast to like their friends and shit, and their friends will like go and like follow the podcast and tell me this and that and i'm just like damn like i don't even know who you are but i appreciate you so much yo it's so funny because like when people tell me they listen to the podcast i get the same feeling as if someone tells me they listen to my song it's just like oh shit thank you like yeah i hope you enjoyed it like, it's just you know? always gonna be that way when you're doing something that you really truly love and it really makes you happy you're always gonna get that sense of accomplishment when like someone really is diving into the shit that you put in out because people could say, like, oh, these niggas just sit around in the fucking room and talk shit. But it's, no, like, you know, we sit around, we talk shit, we chill, and it's a natural vibe, and that's how it's always going to feel. But at the end of the day, like, 
this is another part of working. I got to go home. I got to edit. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, I'm working at the same time. Like, imagine you just be chilling with your boys, but you can also be creating some shit that can push a future for you or even put some bread in your pocket, whether it's some sense. Because that's how the streaming shit works whenever shit goes up, you know? So, that that's even... Why not work with your niggas instead of just sitting around playing 2K all day? The day this fucking podcast sees money behind it, I know that's just going to be a whole completely different feeling. Through the program, you put it through it. It don't show any type of... It it shows what... It shows the ways that I can make money. But obviously, I haven't made money for it, me to see how that truly works. So I, I think I, I'm going to try to figure out a way. Because whenever I put out music, if I get some streams, I get some sense off of it. Yeah. So I wonder if there's something similar for that for podcasting. Because I, ideally, I don't do this. So I never really look forward into it. Just that one day I figured out how to get this shit up. And I was like, all right, we're going with that one. <laughs> Feel me? But yeah. Um, uh, do you have plans for yourself? I guess moving five years forward. Um, Five years forward. Five. Let's, let's put it on years. the shorter scale. Let's do like two, two, two or three. Year, okay, two years. I feel like five years is a lot. Actually, I could have three kids right yeah, You can have three kids in that time. Oh, uh, I don't know about <laughs> that one, but uh, uh, two year plan ahead. Uh, I will be at my own place, living comfortable. Um, that's something that I'm working on right now. Uh, more than that, being feeling stable at a job, even if I'm working another shit and it's not just you know my own creativity paying me back, but just being stable. Uh, being able to fucking see my kid grow and that's like always going to be my main top priority is just being able to be there for him and watch him grow and try to teach him all these new things when his brain starts expanding he be having his own thoughts just trying to nurture him in the right way where he go about everything in a respectful manner Um, for me personally there's just a lot like there's nothing that I really feel like I have set in stone, but it's just like I want to do so much with the potential that I know that I have. Like there's points you want to reach. Yeah, there's points I want to reach. It's just like I don't have the most direct path or lane to it. I just know there's things that I want to do and I'm going to get them done. Do you feel like you should try to create paths to help you out with it a little more? I mean, yeah, because a path kind of gives you more focus. You're you're able to stay kind of motivated when you know you're reaching something more specific um everything that i do kind of shows me my own path and makes me feel all the ways that to do about shit that i actually like doing um i have like stuff here and there that i know i want to do but it's just like when i actually really feel like i'm getting it done is when i feel like i'll be able to say like i'm on the path i want to be on yeah because i feel like sometimes setting up the paths allow you to have milestones to reach and then once you hit those milestones, it's not like a, it's not like your final goal. It's like I hit this, I gotta continue going now. <coughs> you know when you like when you pull hookah and like a little smoke gets stuck while you start talking. Yeah. Nine one one. I was gonna say something. Um. Oh yeah. Um. Cause you mentioned your son and seeing him grow. Is there is there other things you're gonna like hinder him from? Like not, not let him not like. Like I guess experience or things you experience that you won't tell him. Like, are you gonna be a hundred percent like clear and transparent with him, or do you feel like you're gonna try to block off some things so he doesn't 
have to feel or go through certain things that you went through? I feel like no matter what, there's always going to be something that your kids are going to see and learn that you don't specifically want them to learn at that time. Um, I don't feel like I would really try to hinder him from those kind of things. Just like if something comes up that I'm not showing him that he's learning about, just trying to make sure that he understands the right and the wrongs about it and how to go about these kind of things just to make sure that he doesn't take a wrong turn. Um, But I've always planned to kind of be clear and transparent with him because ever since he was little, he's always had a high level of understanding what's being said to him. I've never felt since he can talk that I've told him something or I've had a conversation with him and he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like he knows he's, he's at a point where he can understand. So I feel like once your kid hits that level, you kind of have to be transparent just because even you being a hundred percent clear with what you're really trying to show him, he's going to take that in a sense of like, this is honest. This is genuine. Like, this not might be something that's good for me, but I know about it. So I'm not going to go and do that. Yo, it's so crazy because, like, when we're younger, older people always sell us things. Like, just because they'd be like, yeah, I've been through it and all that. And then you reach an age where it's like, oh, shit. Now I got to, like, tell younger people the same type of shit and they don't want to listen to you. Even though you're, like, three years ahead of them, they'd be like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Times are different. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to give you uh, the cheat sheet. Right. (laughs) And it's not always easy to, like, go and take that information when someone's older telling you something because you'd be like, oh, well, like, I know this and I know that. But it's just like sometimes you really don't know things until you go through it yourself and you got to experience on your own. Older people just try to tell you these kind of things just so that you can kind of avoid things. Yeah, you could avoid things. You could be aware to it before it actually starts happening. So you could kind of know where you want to go with that. But it's like even me just growing up on the same block that I did for so long, like just having um, younger people on the block, just talking to them about regular things that I was two, three older, two, three years older than them, some five years older than them or more, just trying to put these things in their head that I know I went through and it wasn't the easiest to go through. And it's just like, I feel like when someone younger than you really tries to bring up a conversation about something that they don't really know about and they're coming to you like seeking that advice it's so better to be open with them and actually talk to them and bring up all the points all the good and the bad because it's like why would you not want to be open with someone who's trying to openly communicate with you You speak to them like a person don't speak to them like you're trying to protect them yeah i don't speak to people that are five years younger than me like little kids like i see them as a little kid but you're grown enough to ask me, so I'm grown enough to tell you what's up. You just keep a regular conversation because I feel like even though when they're younger, they respect just having a conversation as if you were just talking to them normally. I know a lot of people that see me like as like an older brother kind of vibe and stuff like that, even just because we grew up together and I was, you know, part of the older kids that they were around and stuff. And it's like, I feel like I've built a lot of, of a respect level with younger dudes. And younger girls who I just know. I feel that. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, talking about, like, more about, like, the kids and, like, your own kid. Like, ideally, you always want your kid to have a better life than you. But I feel like I would never want to hinder them to where shit was from. Like, ideally, when you get older and you have a kid, you want to put them in a in a good neighborhood. You want to have a suburb, have them in the suburb and a good school, but never have them hindered to, like, the hood. So they look at the hood like, ew. 
yeah it, it to me it's so important to like want better for your kid but for them to still know what you went through growing up just so they can always see like hey like my dad put me in this position where i don't technically really have to deal with these kind of bad things but i understand them my dad talked to me about them my dad showed me why people were doing this and how many different ways these things can go that that builds a personality for a person like you're able to fit in all type of uh like friend groups and all type of people groups like you could be with the the richest of richest people the most nicest the nicest of people to then go to like the most hood smart people the most down to earth people you know and being able to fit within each circle just allows you to have that personality that you can fit in any room you go in you could you could talk you don't have to feel like secluded or out of place or whatever something i i've always thought that i wanted to instill in my kid is like a hustle just for him to know that like whatever you do even if you think it's big or small like go after it go get it because your dad has seen opportunities just, yeah. just fucking fly by him multiple times that could have been really good and i didn't fucking take it because i didn't really have that hustle in me that motivation to just go out and get it but i want him to feel like anything that he wants he can go and he could take it because it's his like it's like no matter how good a position you put your child is like you don't ever want them to be like ah Sorry, I'm already here. I'm gonna worry about it. It's like no, act like you don't got shit, and still work hard for that. It's funny that we talk about it because I saw uh, a video. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, he was talking about his kids, and he told his kids like, "I'm rich. You're not rich. <laughs> you haven't done anything. I've done everything for this money to be around. You're always gonna be good and this that whatever. But if you want me to start investing in you, and you want to do the businesses and all this shit you got to show me that you know what's up which i feel is cool because it's like you want to put your kid in a good position but you still want him to be that hard worker like Thanks. i didn't have this life so i want you to have this life so for your next one he can have that life and just still kind of build that hustle and that type of life allows you to <clears throat> to make mistakes because a lot of times you can't really make mistakes because you have to live with the consequences a lot of time when you're at that stage you can make mistakes and start over and still be good like where I'm at right now, it's, it's kind of like I kind of can't make mis- can't make mistakes because like I got certain bills to worry about now. You feel me? So it's not like I could just chill out and not do nothing. It's like nah, I kind of need to work. Rent gotta get paid. If not, I'm about to go live with my mom again, and <laughs> you don't want to go back to that and shit. You feel me? Yeah, like it's just it's all crazy when you think about it. It's just like. You can't ever say, like, oh, I don't really want to go to work today. Because then it's just like, okay, so what your next paycheck look like? Because you didn't go to work yeah. that day. And then this happened and the bill come up. And now you're so far behind because you took off that one day at work. I was like, how many vacation days I got left? Can I take, oh, kind of need this paycheck this week. I'll take a vacation next week, next week. It's so it's so crazy how quick, like, uh, like, enjoyment of high school life and, like, you know, living life to then being an adult is such a switch. It's like within like a year, two years, it's such a quick switch. And you have to learn how to maintain that. Yeah. I feel like I went through an even quicker switch just because I ended up having a kid like basically Facts. right after high school, like two years <laughs> after. So it's just like, damn, like I had to grow up real fast and, you know, start being about my shit and not being a fucking bum. A lot of people be like, high school should help you out and, and try to like set you up for adult life but you gotta when you're younger kids don't even want to listen to older people try to tell them some something you know like 
they don't even listen to their parents when their parents try to give them some advice or something. So imagine like a teacher trying to tell you like, you need to make sure you hustle when you get out of it. Like, you know, it's just like, you think a kid in high school is going to really care what you're talking about right there? Kid going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, what I, are you saying to me right I, now? I, I'm a hustler. I know this. I know that. But you really don't know shit until you get in that grown up world. Like, I really wish uh, when I was in high school and I was pushing the music shit as much as I am doing it now, just so like I could be at a, if I was at the position I am now back in high school, I would be in such a higher position in my life now. You know what I'm saying? So that shit would have should have been dope. Just some shit you really don't always learn about until you got to go through it yourself and you got to see why all these things are so important. Facts. Yo, it, it, it's so funny. <laughs> When we were younger, we would dead like link up with my with our homies going on Facebook and be like, "Yo, like my status for like <laughs> a rate to be honest." <laughs> and that was the vibe for the night, bro. Waiting for your one crush to like that. She'd be like, "Yo, yo, yo just say to be honest, you're cool," and I'm about to write a big ass paragraph. Bro, you was always on some real dry shit, whatever, until that one person that you've been waiting to like the post fucking like that shit. You just hit it with some smooth ass shit, yo. To be honest, yo, like. The way you be looking <laughs> It's just some extra ass bullshit Everybody got a To be honest you cool <laughs> To be honest we really close friends To be honest this and that That girl fucking like your shit Yo to be honest yo you, you, You've been the best You're amazing you're, you're the most beautiful person I know <laughs> <laughs> Literally just Nobody you care about To be honest Don't know you too much But you're cool But you're cool oh, you, Remember the You seem the, like a good person Remember the statuses That would have like They have to put like an X To like what they Yeah 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 to be uh to be honest, I'll hug you, I'll kiss you, I'll slap you, I'll chill with you. <laughs> like if we were in the room, what would we be doing? Watching movies or like <laughs> Yo, those pop up on my memory so much, bro. <laughs> Yo. I just feel like shit is so funny. I wonder if like how much fucking destructiveness this generation would have if they had some shit like that right now, bro. <laughs> they would fucking go crazy. I just remember doing the to be honest things is like you look in the messengers and see like your crush had like a green bubble next to her name. It's like oh, she online right? She available she, right now. She 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 on this shit right now. She on this shit right now. She gonna right answer now. me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I always get rated a seven, bro. I don't like it. I would. Seven's above a five. I but feel seven like when, was just like you ugly, but like I'm trying to be nice. I ain't like that right I feel like whenever I got a ten, I was like, Oh, you a fucking liar. You're lying. You you're know, a I, fucking I, liar. I would always take a nine and an eight point something way higher than I would take. I haven't a had a haircut in two months. There ain't no way I'm a <laughs> ten to you right now. <laughs> Do you see me right now? I know I'm not even a ten to myself. <laughs> my mom didn't even say she loved me this morning. You oh calling me a ten. God. <laughs> <laughs> but that day used to be the vibe with the guys, bro. I remember I would fucking just stay in the room. <laughs> oh, shit. You okay? I need to open it up. She had my throat. <laughs> my throat. She had my throat. You all right? Back in, like, middle school, I went to middle school in Whitestone, right? <clears throat> so, you know, around a lot of white people, wasn't a lot of black people in my school. There was one show that I used to wild out in my school, right? But wild out to, like, the extreme, you know? Because Uvu was a shit at that time. Damn, Uvu. People gonna hear that shit like, Uvu, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I remember one time I was on Uvu with a group of people and I realized I ain't had no shorts on. I just had underwear and I got oh, up. I was nah. like, oh shit. I walked out the room and then when I came back, I saw my camera and so I was like, oh, oh. I think good crowds below. But there was a shorty that would like wild out in middle school, bro. Like, 
<laughs> so mind you, we're in middle school. She would like. It's okay, bro. She would want to like finger herself she, in front of oh, a bunch of guys. <laughs> I remember you telling me about this girl. And I remember like niggas was on Uwu, like you'll be a group of niggas. We're like, yo, so you're gonna do it now? You're gonna do it now? She'd be like, on Monday, I'm gonna do it in the school bat on the outside bathroom. Just everyone link, bro. Like people will watch her. Like she's living a great life now, I assume. But I would fucking hope so. I would. I would just wonder, like, do you not speak about that at all? Like moving forward in life, <laughs> like. I don't know. Like it was like, oh, if OnlyFans was a thing back then, oh, I mean, she was underage. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. She was older and OnlyFans was a thing. She'd be making a killing. She'd be making mad. She's doing money that shit for right free. Now. Yo, literally. I was gonna make mad bank <laughs> off that right now. <laughs> that was a wild time, bro. We was in middle school, bro. Seventh grade. I don't know. I feel like you you go right and you talk to somebody new and they're like, Oh, how how were you like in the child, like middle school, high you school? Just skip shit. Right past, you had you to skip, skip right past that. that. You're like, Oh yeah, I, I I was a I was a good student. It was you good. Know? It was fun. I had friends and yeah, you have to skip by that. Ain't no way you gotta tell your future mans. Yeah, so you know, I was a center of attention at a time. Like They were like, Oh yeah, how? <laughs> uh, you know. I used to finger myself in front of like twelve dudes. Yeah, that was wild, bro. I guess talking about that moving forward, is there any embarrassing moments you have in your head that like you know is like your top embarrassing moment? Damn, I gotta hit the memory bank for this one. I guess I, I'll go first then, and then like leading to like how do you deal with embarrassing moments now, or even how you dealt with that embarrassing moment, embarrassing moments moving forward. But there's one time again back in middle school. This is when uh, everyone was wearing skinny jeans, right? I was never wearing skinny jeans. Oh, I every, never, everybody was wearing. No, skinny everybody jeans. was, but I couldn't. Nigga. When I broke my leg, I was too fat to be wearing fucking skinny jeans. And, bro, like, I'm big now, but back then I was big bigger, bro, because I was shorter. So I was big bigger, bro. Oh, yeah, that's you, a circumference. Nigga, you, you couldn't hug me fully. <laughs> but there was one time, I, like, like, I would take the train home, and you see, like, high schoolers wearing it. And you always know, like, the older, either, like, Spanish or black kids who always start getting the color skinny jeans and they look fly with it because they could dance with it. that's when like new boys and the reject was out yeah. and all that so I was like fuck it one Niggas day I love went, coming to school in red jeans damn um <laughs> so Jesus used to love coming to school in red jeans <laughs> one day I was shopping with my mom right and I was looking for skinny jeans I was like ah these look cool right so I wore them to school they were red skinny jeans I see <laughs> And that was the worst decision of my life. It was like, cool. Like I can get, I can get through with like black skinny jeans. You know, they were tight, but they look fine. Once you put on a bright color skinny jeans and you fluffy, bro, you see, a, bro, you got lines going down your leg. Oh my god! And it was to a point where, like, in my middle school, you couldn't wear sweatpants because you get like in trouble. You get detention for it. Yeah. They called me in the middle. Kid with the red sweatpants on. Can you come talk to us, please? I was oh like, Oh my god. And bad enough, everyone was already staring at me, looking at me, laughing at me, whatever. I was like, these are these are jeans. They have buttons. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but that was the last day I ever wore those jeans. I <laughs> that, never that wore them. You got to burn them shit when you get I home. I don't remember what happened to them. I know I kept them in the closet and never touched them again. I don't know where they went. <laughs> I, I hope my mom did me the justice and threw it out for me. Hopefully. 
Nah, yo, nah, because anything that you got caught in for middle school, bro, all eyes on you. High school, middle school, they didn't care what it was for. They called your name or something. Everybody looking at you. Yo, kids were getting exposed in middle school. Real bad, real, <laughs> crazy, real bad. Bro. And it's so, f- it's so funny to me to think about it, like how big something like OnlyFans is right now, and people would fucking get terminated <laughs> if you fucking sent a picture and somebody fucking sent it to somebody else. How you live? You have an OnlyFans for somebody? Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, fuck it, go make your money, go ahead, do your thing, shorty. <laughs> you, you thought of your embarrassing moment? That's probably no. been my top embarrassing moment. I don't know. I don't feel like. My, I don't feel like I can't remember of a really, really embarrassing moment right now. Yo, in middle school, I used to be like so afraid of like girls. Yeah. Like the most popular girl, like I always say, "What's up?" And she'd be like, <coughs> "I remember this clear as day." Bro. Oh, I thought she hit you with. <coughs> we <were> no. talking to. <laughs> nah, like we were cool, and I always say, "What's up?" And give high fives and shit. That was my shit. High five. Cause you high know, five. getting a hug was like the high five. Getting a hug in middle school was the most. Getting a kiss on the cheek, my nigga. Bro, oh everybody thought you was popping. God. They were looking at you like, bro, you got her. <laughs> so I remember one day I went to go give her a high five. She's like, you're not going to give me a hug? I dubbed it. Oh. Because I was nervous, bro. Oh, my. <laughs> nigga was shaking his boots. I was like, ha, high five. <laughs> 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 bro, I used to be nervous to the to little girlies I had at that time to kiss them. Like, I was. I don't know why I was so f- nervous, bro. I don't know. I feel like when I was a kid, like, I was never really on, like, some nervous shit. I don't know. I, I had too much fucking Dominican in my head to be <laughs> fucking nervous, bro. Bro, I, I was so nervous, bro. Yo, in elementary school, I was a man. All the girls liked me. I don't know why. Yeah. I was a man, bro. I had a big-ass afro. I was on the basketball knew. team fifth grade. They knew, bro. They knew. I was, I was on the basketball team in fifth grade, too. What <laughs> school you went to, bro? PS4 I don't know if we ever played. I went nah, to school in nah, Flushing. Nah, we didn't fucking play nobody. Oh, we we played like different high school. I mean, nah. different elementary schools. I wish we did. It was just mostly like practices and shit. Then we'll run like games against like uh like other people in the school and shit. It was cool though. Got a nice little participation award after that. <laughs> yeah, because that was like the first year my school ever had a basketball team. So that w- it was lit. Like, bro, I was trash at ball, but everyone looked at me like I was the best nigga on the court. I don't <laughs> know why, bro. I was completely trash. Like. It got to my head that it would be like uh, recess time. I see my boys playing ball. I'll cut in the middle of the game, take the ball, start dribbling in between my legs, messing up. They're like, oh, I want James on my team. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I couldn't hit a layup for nothing. I still can't hit a layup for nothing. Bro. I feel like being in uh, like elementary school and middle school, you being the first person picked on the team was like the biggest shit in the world, bro. No matter what sport it was, I want Justin. I'll be like, I know you do. I know you do. Don't worry. Since I went to a white middle school, they were racist. Since I was black, they're like, yo, I want him on my team. He's 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 good at basketball, I know. You ever seen him play? No. But there was literally like three black kids in my school. That's it. God damn. That was like when I faced like a bully that tried to do like a racist joke. He said, what do you call me? What's up? Uh, What is Whitney Houston's brother's name? You know what I'm talking about, Bobby? What's his last name? Can't remember. That dude, I can't remember either. Somebody called me his name, like, as to try to hurt my feelings. And you were just there, like, okay. There was, and yo, that one kid who who did that, bro, I don't know what was his problem with me. He just didn't like me. There was one day, 
I was in sixth grade. He was a year older. And we were going to my friend's house for like a birthday party or whatever. I had on some tight ass jeans that my dad made me. But we walk in and I see him behind me. And then like I he tells his friend, like, yo, push me. So his friend pushed him and he bumped into me and I fell just because yeah. I wasn't looking. And that was his attempt of trying to bully me. At the time I, I was friends with a white kid named Bobby. I'm I'm trying to I'm big, so trying to get up the, from the floor is like forearm, elbow, knee yeah. <laughs> to try to get up. Oh but, my god, before you start, bro, <laughs> I used to do this fucking crazy ass move always to get up, bro. <laughs> and I yo, it's just so funny thinking about it. I would like go, I would be sitting on the floor, right? Just like normal, like crisscross applesauce type shit. And then like I would like go in like a push up position and like swing my legs around and stand up mad quick. I always used to get up like that feeling cool as fuck, bro. Like how niggas do kick ups on their hands and they yeah. just push up. Bro, that was my shit. I would get up mad fast. People would look at me like, oh shit, that was cool. I'd be like, yeah. Well, I was getting up from the floor. I get up and Bobby's in this dude's face because everyone's telling me Bobby just flipped him. I was like, oh. I was like, thank you, Bobby. Thank my man, Bobby. And like he said, he says something, he's like, the kid says something to Bobby, he's like, yo, you want me to smack the freckles of your face? Oh. Bobby's like, you want me to smack that little mustache of your face? <laughs> I was like, here you go, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. You get him. Who said I can't have a white friend? Right, right, right. I've met some real cool white people. Facts. For real. You, you just real genuine. When you meet a white, white person people. right away, you can you know what type of white person they are. Yeah, you be like, oh, you cool. You fucking suck. I know. <laughs> I can't I can't call you bro. <laughs> What's up, brother? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, dude? Dead. Come on, dead. Come on, dead. dead stop, you... stop playing, dead. What do you say, dead ass? Dead, dead ass. <laughs> I remember I used to tell people, yo, I remember one time, I told somebody I was from Brooklyn, they're like, yo, are they like people with the windows with guns and shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, again, I went to middle school in Whitestone. Yeah. You've been to Whitestone, right? Yeah, of course. I remember going to people's houses. Are like, there drug dealers on the corner? Ah, <laughs> uh, white people. Yeah. So, so those what? are my friends. That's I, my cousin. I know them. That's my uncle. Good times, bro. Growing up is just so funny. Once I had high school, I wasn't nothing. The only thing that sucked is like each year that I went to a new school, I went to a school that nobody from my previous school went to. And that sucked. For my elementary school, everybody went to, I think it was 185. Yeah. And I couldn't get into that school, so I went to school in Whitestone. Nobody from my elementary school went there. Then all my friends from the school in Whitestone, they went to Bayside. I wanted to get to Bayside High School so bad, bro, because all my friends was going. They just didn't accept me, so I ended up going to Bound. Nobody from my middle school went to Bound. Maybe like two two or three people went. And it was the people I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? For me, it was different, though, because... Everyone in Corona went to PS14. Then everyone in Corona graduated and went to IS61. And then graduated <laughs> and went to Bound, bro. Every year I went to, I knew, like, everybody who was in my fucking grade. My mom went to 61. Oh, yeah? And she went to Bound. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. My, uh, two, two of my uncles went to Bound as well. I have a couple cousins and, like, aunts and uncles who went to Bound, too. I don't know if they finished, but they went. They they started. <laughs> they started. <laughs> they They walked in. And then walk right out. Walked right out. There was such a big difference because, like, my dad didn't finish school and my mom didn't finish school. And it's just like thinking about it now, you're there, like, how you didn't finish high school? 
Like high school was such a big thing for everyone around my age to finish. Like, but back you know, then you didn't even need that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but back then you need that shit. You go fucking make a job and go fucking rent out a little apartment. And you chilling. You didn't fucking need to finish high school, which is why my dad didn't finish high school because he just fucking started working and just started making money. If you knew how to use a hammer, why were you going to school? Basically, being a handyman back then was like the best thing you could possibly do for yourself. Because, like, in my household, like, my mom didn't finish high school because, like, she had to take care of family and shit like that. Um, my dad finished high school. He did one year in college, but he partied too much. That just fits my dad's personality. <laughs> but, like, literally. Um, but it's like seeing, like, how my mom didn't finish high school to, like, how she is now, there's a lot of shit she had to learn on her own. And especially when it comes to, like, money ways and all that, like, a lot of my money aspect and views and just my ways with money. Definitely came from my mom's. And even if I, if I was to ask her questions, she wouldn't really know how to answer it, but she knows how to get it done, type right. of thing. It was like, even for me and my dad, like, I, I didn't understand all that hustle that my dad went through until I fucking went to grown-up world and saw that my dad was just fucking straight up working all the mm-hmm. time, bringing home money, feeding the family, paying all the bills and all that shit by himself. Like, how good it is to have bread and be secure. I was the only person in my immediate family who finished high school regular. I don't think Janielle finished high school really? and Mark finished high school going to night school and shit. I was the only one who finished just straight up four years. Yeah, my brother, he got his GED because he went to, I don't know if you know, there's something called Job Court. Yeah. That's what my brother did. He, and it's like, you go away, you go up, and <clears throat> you learn a trade and shit, and you get your GED from that. But um, It was so big when I graduated high school because nobody ever went to the graduation because my brother finished in high school my other brother didn't really finish school he just went straight to work and shit Mm, so it's just like i was the only one who really like graduated graduated had a whole graduation ceremony and everything and it was so funny because i was mad because when we were at my graduation and it was over and we were outside trying to take pictures my family wanted to leave so bad (laughs) and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna fucking ruin this moment for me because i'm the only one who's had this shit (laughs) i think we talked about this i don't know if we took a photo outside on graduation I'm day. pretty sure we did. I know I have a photo of Pablo. But I left within 10 minutes of being outside. That it was God. over. We were gone. My my family did not want to be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the shit was long. The whole graduation ceremony was mad long. I just know I had to perform. That was fun. I have the best picture ever dapping you up. Facts. That's the greatest Shout fucking picture. Shout out to picture. Chris for that photo. Yo, for real. Did I tell you I was, I was performing at graduation or did you just see me perform? No, you told me. Yeah. The way that worked out was so strange. I was like, sure. I guess. Let me put this on my mixtape, man. Yeah, man. Y'all better respect me as a rapper. And then uh, all the rappers from Bound couldn't say nothing to me. One one of our uh, SoundCloud songs, what, the cover art was our picture at graduation diving each other up. That shit was so hard. I love that photo, bro. Still had that I think shit. I reached over like two people to dap you up too. Forget all those people. I don't care. I don't even know who the fuck was there. <laughs> I don't even remember who the fuck I was sitting next to. It was such a dope moment for us to dap each other. Like, like obviously there was other people I knew and I saw, and I didn't like reach for a dap or whatever. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm dabbing on my man's. <laughs> I'm dabbing on my man's right now. Yeah, because I had to sit away from everybody because I sat with the choir. Choir, choir. Yeah, it's choir. Yeah, yeah. choir. I feel like that that word. Sounds so differently from how, it's, to how it's fucking spelled. Shit is spelled chore, 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 chore.
Yo, right? So today I found something out about Catherine. What'd you find out? I was disappointed, right? Oh, wow. Uh, so when you hit me up, you, you uh, asked me what I was doing, right? Yeah. And I, I sent you a picture of me in front of an ice cream truck. Low-key got the ice cream lady in the back. Yo, before I go into that, just talk, let's think about ice cream trucks. Okay. Do we, like, how do they, like, take the ice cream, dip it in sprinkles, and then, and like, keep doing like you, do you get what i'm saying yeah 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 i know what like, you're we saying. don't we don't ever think about that shit they just go turn that shit around just and that's it i was just there like like is there okay. ice cream in this in the sprinkles now that's that's what i just be confused about you, you get what i'm saying yeah i feel like i'm thinking way too hard about this <laughs> I, i'm not high right i i don't know how to process this information because then they put it in that dip shit too all that shit is upside like why don't the cream just pause like is that a pause? I don't nah, know. Nah, it, it wasn't a pause until you said pause. <laughs> we don't worry about if they clean that shit. Nothing like that. We was just eating it. Bro, you ever gone to an ice cream truck and the fucking ice cream was like, like, celery? Celery? Like, like it had like a fizz to it. Like, they made it with, uh, like, that fucking, like, soda stuff instead of the regular, just like straight up milk. No. Oh, bro, that shit is so bad. I know that they have, like, I a remember soda float. There was one day that I was going with Aiden to Flushing Meadow Park, and he saw an ice cream truck. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to buy ice cream together. We're going to eat it. Bro, I took one bite into the shit. I said, Aiden, you can have this. I don't fucking want this. This shit tastes gross. He didn't have a second. He didn't care. He was just like, ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> My son and me have the same favorite flavor of ice cream. It's chocolate. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Like, I don't mind chocolate, but I'll go vanilla. Because, like, my favorite ice cream cone was always the Baby Rattle, which was, like, split with chocolate sprinkles and then also rainbow sprinkles, but it was a vanilla ice cream. I felt like vanilla ice cream always went hard when they put the chocolate dip on it. I was just like, damn, bro, that was my shit. That's what Catherine did today. She got chocolate ice cream. I don't know if she got sprinkles on it, but also with the chocolate dip. But going back to what I was saying about her, right? So she didn't want the cone, right? That's already that's red already flags. a disappointment. That's red a red flag. flag. Right that's there. a super red flag. So she didn't want the cone, right? So she know she got all the ice cream. You know, you bite the bottom of the cone, take the rest of the ice cream out. She didn't want the cone. She's gonna ask me, "Can you rinse out the cone and then throw it out?" I almost squared up with her right there. I almost I, I was almost single. Huh? <laughs> what? Can I ri- eat the fucking cone? <laughs> She was like, bro, it's the, the same concept the of. of part, she was like, it's, a, it's the same concept of rinsing out a, a, a can of a beer or or a can of anything and throwing it in the recycle. I'm like, I'm not rinsing out a cone. Why do I have to rinse out a cone for what? I'm gonna eat this shit. <laughs> I was a little disappointed when I heard that, bro. I'm not I'm, gonna lie I'm to you. I'm a little disappointed right now. I'm not gonna lie. I was really disappointed. Next time I see her, I might just give like, ooh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. red flags. How do you have an ice cream and not Cross eat a cone? That's literally the best part. You fucking eating the ice cream and then you start eating the part of the the cone that still has ice cream in it. I don't. That's why I don't like people Bussin. who don't like the crust of pizza. I used to not like the crust when I was a little kid, and now like I value the crust. I'm like, damn, yo, this crust tastes good, bro. Like that's the that's like if you had a pie and then eat the crust, like a, like know. a like a apple pie. Or I like feel like a you cheesecake. just you just I don't like cheesecake or pie. You're a weirdo. Uh, I don't know, man. Weirdo. I just don't like it. it. Just doesn't taste good to me. Cheesecake don't taste good to you, Justin? It really don't. You, you gotta I know a lot of people bro. who don't like cheesecake, bro. I feel like it's real. It's real. It's real 50 50. All those people are weird. No, bro. Cheesecake just tastes a little weird. You like tres leche? Cake? 
Bro, you're Dominican, man. I know, but there's a lot of Dominican things that I just like. I'm like, all right. I just need to make sure. It's just like, uh, whatever. I just need to make sure that there's a bathroom in like, (laughs) like like a ten feet radius. Nah, that's after I have that thrust ledger cake, bro. They go run into the bathroom. (laughs) The amount of different types of milk that is in that shit. My stomach starts punching me. Might like, as well just start getting that shit straight from the cow, nigga. <laughs> bro, I take one bite. <laughs> start farting. <laughs> I'm like, yo, can we leave? Can we leave? Can yeah, we go? Can we go? Can we go? You go to a Dominican event, you know you got to bring one of those fucking lactose pills. <laughs> yo, have you ever shit on yourself? Like, not like little kid. Like, I'm little... Like older, like you shouldn't be shitting. You should be shitting in the toilet. Have you ever shit on yourself? Not older, no. Probably when I was a little kid, but I don't. Not think even I've like ever. a shark. Maybe like a little shark, but <laughs> little shark. But <laughs> <laughs> no one come out being a fucking rapper. Twenty twenty two called little shark. Don't do that shit. Uh, you know, like a little shark. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> Niggas start running to the bathroom, holding the pants. Like, oh wait, 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 bro. There was one time, right? <laughs> Hear me out. So I was talking to some girl at this time. You know, we went out to eat or whatever. I don't know what we, I don't know where we went to go eat. I just know this was downtown by Barclays. So whatever we ate, just wasn't sitting. If anybody knows me, my stomach is never, it's never valid. No, no matter what I eat. James' stomach is not the strongest. Yeah. Um. So, like, I just know my stomach was bubbling, right? I try to let out a little fart. Big mistake. It just wasn't what I thought it would be, right? <laughs> so I know there was an Applebee's. I was like, I was like, hold on, I need to go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom. Then I, I, I didn't go eat nothing. Just went straight to the bathroom. My my, <laughs> bro, my it's un- the faces I'm getting right now. <laughs> my underwear had a little brown in there, right? <laughs> so what I just did at that moment, I was I was defeated. Basically, I was defeated at that moment, bro. So you know what I did. What'd you do? I took the underwear off. I threw it in the trash and, and free balled. And free ball I told for the her, rest like, of the day. I, I can't take the train back with you. I have to take an Uber home. Oh, man. She took the train by herself, went back to Corona. I just took a, a Uber from downtown Brooklyn back home. It was freezing that day. <laughs> it wasn't. It was warm out. So that's oh, what. even worse. Ooh. So, bro, I had to, I had to dip. I just, I just couldn't do it. I felt disappointed in myself and I just couldn't do it no more. I mean, that's a little different. I'm man enough to admit that now, you know? I don't think I ever told her that. I don't think she needs to know. If you hear this, forget that moment. If you hear this, don't hear it. Stop listening. All right. Um. So, Justin, I want to ask you, like, a question. Go ahead. What is, like, your process for, like, a start of a relationship or just a start with somebody, at least from, like, the talking stage to maybe get, making, them, making it official, like... Is there certain things you go in thinking? Like, how does that process go for you? So, the process for me, I feel like, has been real different now than it was maybe like three years ago or so. What's what? What makes it different? Because now I'm at a point where like I completely understand who I am as a person. I understand my value. Just being someone who's cool with me and being someone that I care about. So now it comes to like when you're starting off talking to someone new, I don't really make like cuts like it's either we're this or we're not going to be anything. I don't care how much I like you. I don't care 
how much I'm interested in you, we kind of have to be on the same page about what's going on. I don't really date for funsies. I don't like anymore. Like at your current age, or yeah, I don't. I mean, like I don't. I don't think I've ever really dated with the intention for it to be like some right now shit, fun, whatever moment. But now it's just like I'm so much more like serious about it. I guess that came with kind of having a kid too, just within growing up. Because it's just like at a point, it's like, what's the point in me even talking to you and actually wanting to build something with you if it's really not gonna be that way? Because at that point, I'm wasting my time. And eventually, I'll end up wasting my son's time. Because if you're with me at some point, you're going to have to meet my kid. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with having the kid, you don't even have that much free time. So then to value some free time to someone you don't even see potential in, it's like, what's the yeah. point? And, like, what I was telling you before, like, there's so much that comes more within relationship than just having feelings for someone. When I was younger, I, I didn't really think about it that way. It was just like, oh, like, I like you, you like me. And we cool. We going from here on, and we going to see how this shit goes. But now it's like, like. Even outside of relationships, you have to be someone who can benefit me and I can benefit you. Like, I want someone who's going to push me. I want someone who's going to help me grow. Uh, I want someone who's going to be able to put in the energy that I'm giving them and, you know, them reciprocate it back. There's just, and if, like, I ever go and I talk to someone, like, I make it known from the beginning, like, I don't have a lot of free time. And that can be very discouraging. Thanks. To be with someone who doesn't have a lot of free time Because not everyone my age has a kid So it's just like, you know, they're used to They'll go to work or they'll go to school And then they really got the rest of the day to them But I, I don't have the rest of Niggas the day Niggas at our age right now, like, they go out and chill till 4 in the morning, got work at 7 Yeah, I, work I, at eight. I can't do that Because yeah. I go to work and I go chill with my kid And then, you know, go bust out a podcast And then go to sleep and edit it and this and that, whatever So my time is Limited Which is like, I kind of say it in the beginning of me talking to someone just so that they can understand so that they're not hit with the like damn like this nigga can't always chill with me and i want to be with him and all the time because you you're gonna want to be with someone that you know you're actually interested in and and you want to be in a relationship with and it's like it's not always that easy for me but you bring me someone who is in it how i'm in it and we're both invested, I'm going to make that free time. I will lose a couple hours of sleep just to make sure we cool at the end of the night. And you're going to enjoy it. You still get to see me, and I get to still hang out with you. Like, I don't have a lot of free time, but I'm very well at organizing my time. Mm. So it's kind of like you kind of have to be someone that I want to make time for. Because if you're not showing me that i'm gonna be like oh well i'd rather be with my kid right now because that's what it is like it's like a sacrifice like there might be a day where i get out of work at you know like 7 30 and i might rush home to see my kid for a little bit before he goes to sleep but there might be one day where i you know i'd be like okay um you know you with aiden to my son's mom and she'd be like yeah that's fine you could go do whatever you want to school i'm with him no problem uh it's like there's a lot of communication that has to go on with me just having that time for you. Um, Not even like I can get up and go. It's like, no, I have to plan this shit out. Yeah, like, like I, Wednesday is good for I, you? I, like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm off this day. Uh, my son is in school at this time to this time. We can hang out, but I got to be back by this time type shit, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of planning that comes when you date someone who has a kid. Um, 
I can't date anyone who, not that I want you to be so invested in my kid from the very beginning, but if you're some, like I've talked to someone who wasn't really seeing it that kind of way. Like they didn't see it as such a major thing. Um, But it's just like at the end of the day, if you're with me and you really want to be with me for a long time, you're going to meet my kid and I need you to be kind of another role model for my kid because you're going to be around yeah. i'm going to want someone who's going to show him a positive impact while you're around you know and not everybody gets that because not everyone has a kid and they're just like oh you know he has a kid and that's his own thing and that is my own thing like i don't want to ever force anyone to meet my kid but with the very limited time that i have at that point if you ever do end up meeting my kid it's it's us now it's not like just me and you or me yeah. and him like we're gonna have times where we're all gonna be together in the same spot so i need someone who's gonna benefit me and him there's people that i met that are really cool and i really you know enjoyed that moment with them but i don't see them positively impacting my kid mm. so i gotta cut shit off I feel like. and people be like oh wow like this that whatever like we were going good in it but it's just like i don't see a future with you so i can't do this have you ever introduced someone to your kid <clears throat> no one and my kid is four. I've had good enough for relate like <laughs> like two serious serious relationships within that time, and those two girls didn't meet my kid. Yeah, I mean I, that, that's 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 super dope that you hold that to a high regards because there's some people who don't care. Some people just like have their kid involved in everything. And like, listen, if we date and you meet my kid. And shit doesn't work out. My kid gonna be straight. My kid not gonna be losing no sleep about you not, not being around. He don't care. He'll forget you in in two months. <laughs> but it's just like I don't I don't want to do that. I want to be. I'm at a point where I want to be serious with someone. I want to really invest with someone. I want to grow with someone. That's the like biggest biggest like saying this shit with my eyes closed. That's the <laughs> biggest factor when it comes for me and dating. Like I have to be with someone that I really want to build something with. Yeah, I can help each other grow. Yeah, because it's just like there's us as a relationship, there's me as as an individual, and there's you as an individual. Mm-hmm. All three of those have to align. I can't just be growing and our relationship is growing and you're not growing or vice versa. I'm not growing. Facts. Like it has to be a constant level of progression. Because even though like if you won't view a certain like at a certain point, it's like, yo, I'm doing this and you're not doing shit. Like hurry up. Yeah, like do something. I don't have a fucking choice to go and chill back anymore i yeah. have so many things that i want to do for Facts. myself and for my son so you kind of got to be on board with this you know Facts. not everybody got that same kind of drive so it's a little bit different um so i guess from from a talking stage moving co- forward to a relationship stage how, how do you know when that transition is ready or when that transition is presentable for you like do you look for certain things how, how, where do you get comfortable with these things Ah, oh, that's a good word, comfortable. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you gotta get comfortable with a yeah, person that I, moves I, shit I have on. to be comfortable. Like I can, like for me, that talking stage is probably a little bit more important than it is for other people. Yeah, because within that talking stage, I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to see how we are together and what you want to do with your life. You're understanding what I want to do with my life, so everything kind of has to align in its own moments. But like. For me, having someone who's really understanding is, like, the best feeling in the world. Definitely. Just being able to communicate with someone. Like, having just someone who kind of has the same thought process 
as me is so comforting to me because it's just like we don't have to technically be the same person but if we have the same like visions ahead you might want to do something completely different with your life but if you have that drive and you have passions or something i'm gonna help you however way i can make sure you get there and i would like for that same person to do the same for me do you feel like you you put them through tests to like have them meet certain people or just put them in certain situations to see how they react just so you you know you're comfortable to move forward with it i wouldn't necessarily call it test but because you got to see how these things work out yeah like i gotta see who you are socially around people that i really care about yeah like someone would meet my mom first before they meet my kid and it's not that i so much feel like i need my mother's approval for me to date someone but it's just like if you meet all these people that I care about and everything goes on a good positive note, like that just encourages me more to be with you. So it's just like when you really meet a really, really good person and you know, you guys have the same alignment in your life and you want to continue to do things and and you got drive and she got drive and both of you kind of really build each other and you be able to communicate about how you feel about so many different things. It's just like, it's like a, like a fucking masterpiece. Right, it's it's puzzle. like artwork. It's a puzzle that when it's put together, it becomes a masterpiece. It's a dope way to put it. Man, you know, no, really, really cool people, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and if I can say you're someone who honestly makes me happy, like, you're you're winning already coming from justin for someone to make him happy yeah like that (laughs) that takes a lot and if i tell you that like take take it to heart because you know you got me like (laughs) i'm there you got it (laughs) you got it because it's just like i feel like i'm a really great dude so i want a really great woman on the side with me you know ain't no fucking on the side right in front right in front behind whatever as long as you with me we good and we going if you're in my vicinity of a circle my circle isn't very big, so if you could fit in that circle, we gonna be just fine. <laughs> Cause I, I feel like it is, it is. Even though like you don't look for approval from people, it's definitely a major thing to see how they connect with your people. Yeah, it's just so much, beneficial. Yeah, definitely. Cause you want to see them connect with your people. You want to see how they get along with your people. If like they say something and your people kind of tell you on the down, like yo, I, I ain't like this or like she did that. They're telling you cause they love you and they want you to know this shit. Yeah. Like, the first, in moments that are really serious, like, the first person you'd ever probably meet from my family is probably my brother. Mm-hmm. And my brother is very honest when it comes to how he feels about people. Not that it's always on some negative way, but he'll just tell me straight up, like, my brother be like, I think this person is a really good fit for you. Yeah. And hearing some shit, hearing some shit like that, it's just like, well, damn, you know, like, that's my big brother. My brother fuck with you. Thanks. And it's just like he gave you the stamp of approval. He gave you the stamp of approval, and it's you know, like I said, like it's not like you you really f- technically need like everyone's approval, but it just does so much more when you actually have it. That's a fact. That's a fact. If you could get along, and and that's the thing too, it's just like if I ever sh- introduce anyone to my brother and he said that he don't like you, there got to be something wrong with you because <laughs> my brother is literally another version of me. And he opens to a lot of people. And he open to a lot of people. And he's another communicator. And he's someone who's just looks at life in, in, in the same ways that I do. So it's just like how you don't get along with him, but you get along with me. There has to yeah. be something wrong. My brother just doesn't go into this shit like, 
I'm going to try to not like this person. Thanks. My brother will be very straight up and just tell me how he feels about shit. So it's just like, you get that brother pass and you jump up a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like for me, like when it came to me speaking with Catherine, I didn't know that she was trying to talk to me. Bro, I'm oblivious to this shit because I'm so used to being blind. Bro, I'm so used to being dubbed that I just think a, a woman's kindness is just her being kindness, not yeah, her trying to flirt be, with me. She's just being friendly. So, like, I was just oblivious to a bunch of this shit. Like, it took me to a point where I had to be told, like, oh, no, she's feeling it. I was like, oh, so she wasn't being just nice. Like, she's being nice with intentions. <laughs> she wants something. <laughs> but yeah, and then taking that step forward to wanting to create. Because I had, I had asked her, I was like, what what made you because i was more open to like make this relationship but she was more like a let's hold it off a little bit and then i asked her i think i asked her today just conversating like what made you say that okay it was just more of the like you made me feel comfortable like the way i was treated like made me feel like it was necessary not necessary but it was uh acceptable to to move this a step forward and i, I that's what i feel like the talking stage consists of because I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a difference between. I guess there's a difference between talking and dating because talking is like first, and dating is like, all right, we go out on dates, we get to know a little more, we get to learn about each other's people, we get to know each other on a deeper level, not just uh, I see you every day or I like how you look. It's like, what's your mind about? What's your intention? Like, what's your, like, what's your five year goal? What's your five year plan? So then, when you get to that point of being super comfortable, you're like, all right, maybe we can. We can benefit off of each other, just pushing each other forward and moving on with things. I feel like that five-year plan is so important. Really? You really, do, you, do you ask that? I don't ask that, but it just kind of like naturally comes in mm-hmm. conversation. And you're like, you know, like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you, what do you got planned ahead of you? Like, what are your dreams? What are your goals? Because then you kind of see like what kind of mindset this person is on it's just like are they really just you know taking shit day by day yeah. and and it's not that like that's necessarily a bad thing not everyone is always going to have something figured out but like you don't have to have it figured out for you to have a dream for you to have a goal for you to actually want to go and accomplish it that you're putting this work in for that shit is so fucking attractive because i don't like the i don't know girls oh i don't know girls or you gotta know something i don't know girls just really get me like ugh. like do you do you want to finish school i don't know what are you doing tomorrow? I don't know. Do you have any plans? Like for, I don't know, bro. Like you got to know. So you can't be that blind in your own life to not know anything. Like how do you expect anyone to like, be interested in you? If you don't even know if you're interested in yourself, like right. you don't know anything about you to know what's your plans. I feel like a, I don't know, girl. It's just someone who just really don't know what's going on. It's just like at well, all. I know what's going on. I know what I want. <laughs> how do you not know what you want? You might not know what you want specifically, but you know, you should know where you want your life to take you. And the biggest thing about, like, moving that stuff forward into a relationship is, like, you have to start being open to it not only being about you, but about being us and y'all together. Because, like, if you're going to make a plan, it's like, okay. I mean, ideally, when you start dating someone, you don't make plans to base off of your future. It's more like I need to benefit myself to then benefit this relationship. I, ideally, when you get more into it, it's like, okay, how can I make things beneficial for me and you moving forward into our future like what can i do better to not only be- help myself but to help us you feel me you know what's something that uh i've come to think about like the honeymoon phase and shit and you know like shit feel really cool and then you know it's just like uh then after that you just kind of be like oh well like what now type of shit when you first um started talking to Catherine. 
and all the shit was the connection you had did it like really did it feel like natural from the beginning or was it more like you just kind of had to get to know her and then from there like you guys just started building something there i mean because she was uh in the friend group that i was chilling with so i got to know her i got to know who she was or whatever and i got to know more about her and just how she was as a person so then moving forward into talking it didn't seem like anything different because it felt like you're Start dating a person you're friends with So it's not like they're brand new It's not like they came out of nowhere It's like people you know fuck with her And people you know know about her So you, you get to learn about her Before you get to talk to her type of thing So when it came to the point of talking with her And talking to her it's like It was more of like I know this about you But the shit you're able to tell me I, I like you even more Because I appreciate that type of thing and just anyone being able to be vulnerable and comfortable with you is like that has so much of more of a appreciative level because you're like, I'm I'm nobody to you right now. But for you to be able to be vulnerable and open and conversate with me and spend your time with me, it's, it, just mean, it means it means a lot because you could be spending your time doing something else. And trust, it's not like we don't know that people don't come with walls. You know, people go through stuff and they handle it their own ways. They're not always so easy to be open with people, but it's just like, you get to a point where you feel so comfortable with someone that you could just really just talk about anything, even if it doesn't have to be on such a deep level. I feel like that stuff like that goes really, really far because I feel like I'm a very comforting person. Yeah. And it's just like if you feel like you can't open up to me, it's just like not that it's like, a well, that's not a me kind of thing. But it's just like, you know, like if you can't reach that level, then it's just like. How are we going to continue to do this, you know? Because at some point, you got to open up because this is going to be your partner, essentially. At some point, the honeymoon phase is going to phase out. You got to figure out how to deal with things when and, it reaches that point. And I don't always feel like I have a natural connection to, like, anyone that I talk to. Having a natural connection is, like, I wouldn't say so rare, but it doesn't always come as fast as it does for other people. Like, you'll talk to someone, you get to know them, and then, you know, you'll build from there, and then whatever, then somewhere along the line, like, then shit just eventually starts feeling natural because you guys are just, you know, used to being with each other all the time. But having a natural connection from the jump really gets me, like, on, like, a damn, whoa. Why am I so comfortable with yeah. you so fast? Like, yeah. how do we get along so well from the beginning of us just really talking like why do i feel so open like mm -hmm. i could just speak to you about anything and i don't feel any like hesitant about it or anything but it's so funny because like when you speak to a girl you you can tell what it is over it you can tell what type of girl it is you, you can tell if it's a girl that's easy or you can tell it's a girl that's like all right she holding her ground because the easy girls just be like oh you want to link or like you want to pull up to the crib like you, you just you could just tell certain things based off of the first one of the beginning conversations, just how things start off in the beginning. You can just tell what type of girl it is. If it's an easy girl, then you know what it's there for. But if it's one of those girls that you have to sit there and talk to, it's like, all right, I know, I know the difference and what's it, what, what this is worth. Yeah, and I feel like for me personally, I'm someone who kind of enjoys the challenge a little bit. I don't ever want to talk to someone who I feel like is easy because yeah. it's kind of like boring to me. I'm just like, oh, well, like you just fucking open to whatever from the fucking mm -hmm. jump and it's just like that just might be because you know like someone really may like you or whatever but it's just like hold your ground like you yeah said, like make me work to know who mm -hmm. you are as a person make me feel like i want to 
to talk to you every day Thanks. to kind of understand who you are. I want to really get to know you, you know? And, like, one thing, like, we're growing, like, growing up and, like, speaking with girls is, like, I guess my viewpoint on this changed. Like, I'll ask you how your viewpoint, but when we were younger, like, if you were able to get the kill off first, off first meet, then it's like, ah, I don't know about it. But, like, as you get older, you can have the first kill and, like, you don't have that negative, like, aspect towards it. You can have that first kill and then still continue conversation. You, you, yeah. you get what I mean? Like, how's nah, your viewpoint I know, I know on that? what you're saying. Because definitely when we were younger, it's just like, oh, if you could kill off rip. Oh, wow. Kill sounds real crazy. But that, that's how but, we talk. Yeah, the, yeah. You know it's mean. just because, like, that's how we used to talk when we were younger. Was, oh, like, that's a kill or whatever. Even if it was something more than that, like, that was just a so normal term to use about it. But it was just like, if someone was, just, like, that easy, you just wouldn't really feel, like, like dry. you didn't work for it. Yeah, you didn't work for it. It just kind of it just kind of came to me and I caught it, you know? Like, but it's just like, I don't know. Like. That's, As you that's get older, like too. that shit happens, and you just like that doesn't mean that. You're, yeah, like, yeah, easy. you're like, easy. You know, we just fucking fucking had a moment, and, and <laughs> we just fucking fucking. We just fucking fucking. You know what I mean? Like we we just both felt the same way about this, and you know, one thing led to another, and now we fucking fucking. You know, <laughs> now we just fucking fucking <laughs> fucking fucking. <laughs> but it's just oh, like even me, like I go and I will talk to someone, and I really would want to keep that kind of lane a little bit further ahead not to really sexually introduce myself to a person like i feel like i i put some time behind it before i really feel like i should be with someone on that kind of connection level you know sorry i feel like someone was moving on the sofa i got nervous um but yeah i mean before i i don't really put too much thought into shit like that like it was just like, oh, like if we end up, you know, just being in my house and we end up doing some shit, then we just did some shit. But it's just like, I don't know, like I want to be able to chill with you. Do you deny a girl if like, if like the kill is easy or like if if it comes off rip, do you deny it now? Like, how do you take that upon it? Because I know you say you try not to do that at first, but if it just happens to happen, like, do you view it as like, all right, maybe I need to slow my roll? Like, how, how do you view it? So talking to someone, like I feel like pace is a really big thing. And I don't feel like you should have a strict mindset of what your pace should be because sometimes you'll talk to someone and shit will really be because you know it's always just like it'll be something inside the relationship and then outside looking in looks completely different like you know i'll i'll, I'll talk to someone and, and be really invested and from the beginning we just kind of like really hit it off and we have a really great connection everything yeah. feels natural everything feels great we're both on the same page about stuff but someone on the outside might be like well damn they kind of moving kind of fast right. but it's just like me and this person both are on that comfortable level for it's, us it's to so move fast and go out and date and yeah. you know do all this shit. Cause it was so funny you say that because with me and Catherine, like everyone from the beginning was like, "Hey, I'm moving hella fast," but now yeah. everyone look at us like we goals. Right, exactly. And I said and that you guys in the are rack. goals. <laughs> you guys are definitely goals. I, I said that in the rap because I was like, "It's funny how in the uh, uh, damn, I forgot the bar, but it was like." Now I want to know what the bar. Yo, something is moving. Is it me when oh, I go like this? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Yo. bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, fuck. I wish I could remember. Looking at it like, go. Oh, that shit is funny, huh? I mean, I understand. Oh, okay. Saying. It was like the line was basically like. Oh, from the start, man. They thought that we fall, and then when we out, they looking at us like goals. That shit is funny, huh? Yeah. 
and like because that's that's how it was like even even friends were like would doubt that shit and say the shit gonna fold but like as we get more into it and people see how things progress and how things have grown they're like damn you guys are goals like i want to be like this that's always a weird compliment. That's never a good compliment sometimes. I mean, I feel you like... You guys are so... Relationship goes like, no, nigga, like, get your shit in order. Like, Yeah, you know, like, it shouldn't... I feel like it shouldn't be something that's so, like, in high regards to it. Like, oh, my God, like, I want to be like them when I find somebody. OD. It's just like, you know, we came and we built this shit. Like, yeah. they, they, it's just they don't see that part. They just see where you guys are good and you guys live together. Yeah. And you guys are happy and all this shit, but they didn't see all everything that came within all those tests before stuff like that happened all the tests all the almost breakups all the all the, all that type of things yeah um but back to your question about like do i deny the kill um i feel like i'm very open in a communicative standpoint where like i, I i'm able to tell someone like hey like let's kind of like not really rush to have things like that happen you know yeah not that I'll push it to the side so much, but I'll be on an expressive level where it's just like, let me really get to know you. Let yourself really get to know me. Yeah. Let's both understand who we are and what we want before something like that comes into the table. Because to me, you know, sex and stuff like that is a whole transfer of energy. And I don't want to be transferring energy with just anybody, bro. That you shit, can't take my energy. That shit is so important to <laughs> me. So it's just like, I don't know. I just really want to make sure I build with somebody first. Like I said, like, you know, everyone moves at their own pace. It's not like you should feel wrong if, you know, you're with someone and things are really going well and stuff like that happens sooner than you would have expected it to. Just understand where the pace that you're going, you're comfortable and she's comfortable or he's comfortable. And, or they. Or, or it, they or, or anything that you want to use. Just make sure that both of you understand what's going on and you guys are both in that same comfortable state. Thanks. Um, I'm going to move towards my last question or thought I wanted to bring up because it's getting pretty long. I know you got a lot to go through. This one's going to hold a bit of a conversation, all right? And it has a, a few layers of, like, questions to it. Okay. Um. So, ideally, when it comes to cheating in relationships, there's many <laughs> there's many aspects to it. You can kiss somebody, consider cheating. You can flirt with somebody, it's considered cheating to some. And then you can go to the full extent of having sex, whatever the case may be. Um, what is your limit of going back to a person? So if they kiss somebody, maybe and view this as if this is somebody you've been with for a minute, whatever. They can kiss somebody, they can flirt with somebody, or like they go have sex with somebody. What is your limit to cut off to like I can't take you back anymore? This is the conversation I have with like Catherine today, just just talking bullshit. Um, I feel like for me, for me to even think about taking you back after that kind of moment yeah we kind of have to be on a different kind of level because the trust is lost no matter yeah, what the, type of the cheating it is, is it's a little be, trust loss. even if you say you trust this person there's gonna be something in the back of your head that's gonna be like they might do it again yeah you know um fuck bro that's <laughs> hard because it's just like i don't know because it's hard when you're not in that like you could say whatever you say right now but once you get to that situation you're like ah because at least for myself, I don't, I like, maybe, like, I know trust is going to be lost, and trust is, like, a major thing to me, but, like, maybe a kiss can, like, we can figure something out, but I if you have sex I don't sex think with I someone, can take someone back who's cheated on me by having sex with someone. That's what I was going to get to, like. Because it's just, like, to me, there's so many things that happen before you That has have, to happen for that to happen. Yeah, for before you have sex with someone, like, you, sometimes you, 
might not be so aware that these kind of like flirtatious things are happening or whatever. But it's just like, ain't no way we was just sitting here and two seconds later we fucking. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, like. <laughs> Even if it was on the moment, you you know, you just, like, kiss somebody and you pull back, that's kind of, like, more acceptable, I would say, mm. in, a, in the standards a of, like, taking somebody from. back. But it's just, like, if you had sex with somebody, like, you know, you guys kissed, and then you guys decided that you were going to do more after that, you yeah. know? Not everybody is always going to be in the same mindset. Not everybody's perfect. But I don't think I could take anybody back who cheated on me by having sex with somebody. Like, maybe you kiss somebody and, you know, it was just, like, some weird moment you were out and you were drinking and this and that whatever like we could try to work on it from yeah. that but to have sex with somebody ain't no going back from that shit and with the with the concept of like sex or whatever right do you do you do you think or view it as like it's possible for you to love your person but then you have sex with someone and it's not because of love, but it's more of like a you needed that or was lacking that type of physical connection type of thing. I don't feel like it's ever like you needed that. Because like you can you can be in a relationship, you can have sex with somebody and it's not because you don't love your person. Because at the end of the day, you could be having sex with somebody and it's not because you love them. It's just because like shit had happened. Yeah. So do you do you view it as like how, how do you view that I mean, concept? To me- I don't feel like it's ever going to be like you needed that kind of thing because it's just like even if you feel like you're missing a certain aspect of it, you can go and you can talk to your partner and you can find ways to spice stuff up and and do different things just to keep shit exciting because, you know, if you're with somebody for that long, it's the same things kind of over and over. Mm -hmm. So you got to find new ways to go and do things different and spice shit up. But I don't know. It's just fucking it's hard. How would you view of like Say if you were a partner Whatever they love you And all that And they come and talk to you They were like Yo I'm not gonna lie Like I saw somebody And like We talked for a little bit Just like a friendly type of talk But I, I kinda think like I wanna I had thoughts of Maybe wanna have Like if they had that conversation with you How do you think that would go Like would you Would you appreciate that They had that conversation Or would you take it like a So what the f- Like what happens now I think that kind of conversation Would just open up A different kind of conversation Just like where do we stand right now yeah. kind of thing like if those it's not like those thoughts are never going to come to your head where you are humans we're programmed to fucking reproduce you know <laughs> we got fucking hormones and all that shit yeah but it's just like at that point you can just kind of have a conversation you got to talk about it like is it that you're like kind of tired of us is it that you just feel like you're a little bit bored and you want to try something new like what is it that makes you feel like you want to go and experience that with someone else Thanks. it wouldn't necessarily be a deal breaker but that would very much have to be an open communication like what's going on that you feel that way from the beginning because that can also like it can open things up like do you want to change it to an open relationship or do you want to be open to threesomes like it can it can hold those separate conversations but off rip you view it like what the fuck like Where's that trust that we had? Like, yeah, where's that special connection? Am I not I mean, good enough no said, more? Yeah, you know, you might start going in your head about it. Everyone's different, you know. If you're open to shit and both of you are on that kind of mutual understanding, like, I see how that can work out. Just for me, I don't think I can be in, like, an open relationship because that's something so sacred to me that it's just, like, I can't imagine me 
even going and doing some shit like that with somebody yeah. else for me to imagine you going out and doing that shit with somebody else. Because that's the whole situation. Like, open relationships is a situation in which you, you love your person, but you're just out here having sex just because it's just sex. Yeah, to me, sex is just so much more that's, than that's just a final. That's the final boss like, right there. <laughs> yeah, literally, sex is just so much more than just I got to bust one out. Yeah. You know, like, there's just so much of a mental connection and an emotional one that I make when you have sex with someone. And not everyone sees that the same kind of yeah, way. So, you definitely. know, you get it. But it's just like, I feel like I can't, I wouldn't be able to break that Because you feel like, mind. yo, that, that person who you have sex with or whatever, they got to see you at this most vulnerable part you can ever be in, this most vulnerable place you they can ever be in. They literally saw you how you were born into this world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that that holds like the high regards. That's that's the that's the that's the last mission. Yeah, that's to me. There's just too much of a emotional, mental connection that I gotta have with someone to even have sex in the first place with you. Yeah, and I'm not just fucking to be fucking fucking. <laughs> I'm not just fucking to be fucking fucking. I'm yeah, fucking because I'm fucking because I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> love? I gotta love. To me, I kind of have to. Okay. I, I kind of have to be on that that emotional like not necessarily that it has to be awesome love type shit but there has to be that connection for me to have sex with you I feel that so all the girls that was a one night stand for Justin he made a mistake <laughs> he grew up with it <laughs> he learned he learned from his mistakes he oh didn't he didn't have a connection Lord. with you <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, we're done <laughs> Uh, you have any questions to close this out? People question. Let me see. Watch it. Uh, bro, this nigga said, what did the fuck say? Ding, 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 do you do you feel I feel I've came to know that not everyone wants a house. Some, I definitely want a house. Some people I'm are land some people shit. really want to just be like in their own complex apartment type shit, you know? I appreciate the land because I'm one that I enjoy having people around. So having a house, just having that land, being able to just like it would be dope to have my crib people's getaway. It'll be people's getaway, like having a pool in the back, having barbecue set. Like I, I always say, like when I get a house, I want to be, I want to be that house that always has parties for nothing, and just people come over and know it's gonna be a good time at the crib. Like the pool set, the grill is on, hookah's ready, music is on. Like I want that, I want that to be my house. Like, cause I just enjoy having people around. I enjoy knowing about people's lives. I enjoy just having people in my life and enjoy the people I care about to be cared for and all that. So I would ideally want a house to have land so I can maneuver how I want to maneuver. Obviously, set up my studio, set up all my all my equipment yeah. and all that, and just having because when you have a house here, you're leaving it open for a family. When you have kids, you want your kids to have space. You want to get a dog, your dog gonna have a little space. You know, it's all that type yeah. of things. I'm definitely someone who wants a house. Like I, I want, I want a house, house. Like I want a house with a backyard, a front yard, a basement, and all that basement shit. Basement, like, attic, fucking all this space. I want my bedroom on the second floor. Or the house, like, yo, all it's so crazy how that's, this shit. that's such a a big thing for people, and some people just look at that like, mm. okay. That's I, I, I can never take thugs that live in houses. Like, you're not, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't respect you that much, bro. <laughs> you got steps inside your crib, like, like 
I can't respect you, bro. I want I want one of my talking about my, you live hard life, you live in the gutter. Bro. I want my house with one of those little spiral staircases. <laughs> you don't want the pole just to slide down nah, from yeah. floors, bro. <laughs> you got a firehouse shit. <laughs> nah, I definitely want a house though. I want to. I just want to be able to, like you said, like have that spot where like we could just come, and we could just hang out, we could do a party, we could do little events, you know, just shit like that. Just somewhere real comfortable where like I don't have to worry about anything yeah. else. This is my house. This is my land. This is my yard. This is my oh shit. Like ideally, I have an apartment now, but I would. I, I try to have people over as much as I can, and I would hope the people that come over when they pull up, they like, it's no, it's gonna be a vibe time. It's gonna be a valid time, time to just chill, relax, and all that. That's what I just hope to have with a house. Like, I definitely want that pool, bro. Yo, we out to James. He got the pool open he today. The, the grill is on. The game's yeah. on too. He got the projector on the yard on the screen. Like shit, shit like that, bro. Yeah. Someone asked me uh, when he dropping an album. What made him get into music? Oh me? Yeah. Well, like somebody asked I don't, me this. I don't make music, so. Uh, when am I dropping an album? I don't know. And I, I'll keep dropping EPs so I get a little bigger because with an album, I want like a documentary to come out. I just wanted to, I don't want to do it for no reason type of thing. And albums hold so much weight, at least to me, to artists, like for foreign artists. So I definitely want that to be at a position in my life where it's something big. So I don't mind keep dropping EPs. Like, that's cool. Like, I'm fine with that. I can make EPs, my little albums in my head or whatever, but the album album has to be a whole project for me, and I need to set that up properly how I wanted to set up, make sure I have things planned year ahead, like type of thing. Yeah. As far as music, uh, I was always creative since I was younger, like always had cameras on me and always did things like that. My dad did music, so everything I learned growing up was always in a rhyme, like my multiplications and shit like that. So it was just bound to happen, and. And growing older as well, you learn like you need uh you need somewhere to vent when you have emotions or just thoughts. So music was always there. Like it was always easy to rap over a beat or put your feelings towards a beat or something like that. And even though nobody listened to it, it was just felt good to put it out. So that was me starting music and I tried to match it. I played sports, I wasn't great. I did music, I was uh, I'm good. You're real good. So that that's something that I just hold and would always hold and keep pushing always i just feel like whenever it comes to like any type of art you know you just be able to uh to express yourself be able to express your feelings and and put it out there for like everyone to listen to everyone to be able to enjoy maybe even for people who go to the same shit as you just to make it so well known you know because we're all individuals but at the end of the day we're all a group of people bro just being at the little stage that i'm at now there's people who hit me up like yo this rap put me in such a greater mood. It helped me out. It saved my day. Saved my life. Like, bro, it's like, bro, I ain't, I ain't nobody right now. Yeah, and but you're telling me that, like, that. So you do it so powerful. You never know who's gonna listen to what you putting out and how much it might be able to impact them. Don't ever, <clears throat> don't ever underestimate yourself because you don't know who's there listening or who's enjoying what you do. So, for uh, Ernie asked, uh, what do you think will happen by? What do you think will happen to Earth by 2050, flying cars, sustainable energy, etc.? I just feel like we're going to be like one step ahead from where we are now. Cause we yeah, was, literally. In the 1900s. We were talking like, about flying cars like now. And shit. 70s, 80s, 2000s, cars. people were like, yo, 2020, flying cars. We're going to live like the Jeffersons, bro. Oh, History shit, just okay. repeats itself over and over. I don't know. I, we don't even know what the earth going to fucking be here in 2050 with all the shit that be going on. How old are we going to be in 2050? Uh, Fucking 30 years older than right now. 
53. Still kicking. Still kicking. Still moving. Still busting little kids' ass on the basketball court. <laughs> Yo, back in my day, I used to bag niggas down. They can't hold me nothing like that. Yo, look, but when look I was younger, move. I, got look knee, move. I got a knee injury, bro. I was supposed to play in the A, and what happened was two knee injuries, both knees, same time, crippled, wheelchair. You don't even know how good I was. <laughs> used to dunk with my eyes closed backwards. God damn. <laughs> uh, not even a question that somebody asked me, but I saw a question on somebody's story right now. Uh, the question said, if you starred in a movie, what genre would it be? Probably be like some inspirational type shit, like uh, Pursuit of Happiness. That's a good one. But like, I guess like I would love to, the journey of like becoming a creative type of thing. Like, because there's so much things you go through and sort of like watching the Kanye doc, just seeing all that shit go through is like, Oh, that shit real Like Yeah That was different times But shit ain't Crazy different now Ideally you can You can post yourself Anywhere now But it's still a process Of things You know yeah. So I feel like for me Like I don't think I would have a specific genre But my movie would be Like one of those Like real heartfelt movies Where you just Like Pursuit of Happiness type Yeah shit. you just fucking You just Fulton see Fulton <laughs> <laughs> You just see the main character Like one of those movies Where you just fall in love With the main character You're like Oh fucking I love how this person Does this And, and this shit And Facts. I feel like This person is me Type of shit A relatable character And shit Yeah Obviously with some comedy In there too There's some fucking fools And your son with a cameo And my son with a fucking cameo <laughs> But I said We about to wrap it up Yeah I think This is a good spot To end that Copy so Episode 9 of the Genuine Podcast. If you're still here listening, we appreciate you for real. This is a journey. We want to connect more with y'all. Hopefully, y'all can leave more uh, questions for us. We try to post them up as much as we can before we start recording. Just so we can talk to people and make people feel more connected with things. And just have everything enjoyed. And it's dope. Yeah, honestly, there's a whole lot of gratitude for everyone who listened to my podcast and tell me what they think about it. Even if it's just a, a, a segment that you listen to and you, you tell me how that shit made you feel, you were relatable, or that shit made you laugh, or you were damn like, yo, that's crazy, I've been there too. All that shit is so highly appreciated. Um, like, if y'all can connect with the, like my status for it to be, <laughs> you know the vibes. We, we about to get that shit popping again. Everybody <laughs> about to get some like my status shit. Um, but yeah, like James said, if you're still listening, we super appreciate you. Thank you guys for joining another episode of the Genuine Podcast. And we out. No, wait, hold on. Oh, where, be, where can people reach you? Oh, where can people reach me? Uh, reach me at uh, Instagram, the Genuine Podcast, or reach me on my main Instagram, just.indelible. Hit me up with any questions. If you ever want to be a guest on the podcast, if you ever want to talk about anything on just a normal base to base level, just hit me up. Nature Work. Can they find you at? Find me anywhere and everywhere at Nature Music, N A T U R E M U S I Q. TikTok, uh, Apple Music. TikTok. Anywhere you listen to music, I'm there. Find me on the gram. I'm trying to do things out and all that. But we appreciate y'all being here. Another episode down. Episode nine, three months in. You know it. Remember, (laughs) someone loves you. If they don't, we love you. Yeah. It's nice.